0: Before us Christ behind us Christ under our feet Christ within us Christ over us Let all around us Let all around us Christ be
1: A reading from the book of Acts, chapters 6 and 7. Now in these days, when the disciples were increasing in number, a complaint by the Hellenists arose against the Hebrews because their widows were being neglected in the daily distribution. And the twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men of good repute, full of the spirit and of wisdom, whom we will appoint to this duty. But we will devote ourselves to prayer and to the ministry of the word. And what they said pleased the whole gathering. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Prochorus, and Nicanor, and Timon, and Parmenas, and Nicholas, a proselyte of Antioch. These they sent before the apostles, and they prayed and laid their hands on them. And the word of God continued to increase, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests became obedient to the faith. And Stephen, full of grace and power, was doing great wonders and signs among the people. Then some of those who belonged to the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, and of the Cyrenians and of the Alexandrians, and of those from Cilicia and Asia, rose up and disputed with Stephen." And Stephen said, Brothers and fathers, hear me. You stiff-necked people, uncircumcised in heart and ears, you always resist the Holy Spirit. As your fathers did, so do you. Which of the prophets did not your fathers persecute? And they killed those who announced beforehand the coming of the righteous one, whom you have now betrayed and murdered, you who received the law as delivered by angels and did not keep it. And the witnesses laid down their garments at the feet of a young man named Saul. And as they were stoning Stephen, he called out, Lord Jesus, receive my spirit. And falling to his knees, he cried out with a loud voice, Lord, do not hold this sin against them. And when he had said this, he fell asleep. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
2: i right. grace all-sufficient shall be your supply. The flame shall not hurt you, I only design your dross to consume and your gold to refine.
3: He is risen. The stoning of Stephen is a dramatic story following a dramatic speech. It is the longest of the speeches given in Acts, and it is the roughest. It's full of terms like stiff necked and uncircumcised hearts and ears. If this was not to get under the skins of his hearers, then the statement of Christ at the right hand of God would certainly do it. As they drag Stephen out of the city, they lay their cloaks with the coat check a young man named Saul. As he stood there with approval of this murder, did he have any indication that the Lord would one day use him as a voice box, the one to carry the message to the Greeks and the Romans, and you and me? This is a turning point in the church and in the faith. It is the movement away from Jerusalem and the beginning of the spread of the gospel is an introduction to the diaconate and the creation of the deacons for the purpose of the physical and spiritual care of the church and the world, something that has kind of been lost among our own group. But the real cause of this turning point is the conviction that falls on all, not just the temple-goers of the time looking for your justification, your identity, and your hope in your past with no leading to the future. Anger that arose among the scoffers of Stephen, is his confrontational words to their most sensitive belief. It is by their fathers and by their past that they have gained such authority and such certainty. As one writer said, making the common mistake of man, orienting oneself towards a hardened past. Stephen pulls us apart step by step in front of them and setting the stage for this simple gospel point: Jesus is not just a God of the past. He is not one who stays there and lets the stories and acts of the long-ago fathers be the end of the story. Rather, the resurrection of Jesus pulls us towards the future and of what is to come. A God that has made certain the future and given greater purpose to not just the past, but also this present. Purpose beyond the footsteps of the past to redeeming the beautiful feet of today. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. I believe in God the Father almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord,
4: who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. and a life everlasting, amen. Amen.
2: nor my darkness speak to me Lord Jesus Christ your light shines within us let my heart always welcome your love Lord Jesus Christ your light shines within us let not my doubts nor my darkness speak to Lord Jesus Christ.
3: Let us pray for the people of God and for the benefit of the world. In thanksgiving for the gifts of God, the blessings of the day, and another day of life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. For the angry, the confused, the hateful. Let the peace of Christ visit them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers. For our own hearts, that they be humble and receptive to the forgiveness of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayers for those suffering from COVID-19 and all of its effects. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty God, whom truly to know is everlasting life, Grant us so perfectly to know your Son, Jesus Christ, to be the way, the truth, and the life, that we may steadfastly follow his steps in the way that leads to eternal life. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come,